0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, Eldorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com.
1: Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours.
2: KNC Masterpiece live right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Irving, 1200 Marketplace. I saw some people going, but how many G bag flags do you have left? I do know there are still some, they are going fast. As people have been bouncing out here, we heard a story from somebody who said they were in the Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving halftime show in 1984 when Gary Hogaboom was playing. It was amazing. Right now, brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir.
3: Good Friday morning
2: indeed indeed have you studied and done all the research to tell us about all the deadly weapons that carolina (laughs) has that you didn't realize they had before
3: uh here's the best i can say remember arizona
4: yes yeah yeah that must be the message going around
3: out there huh? i could have paid you guys to have him to say that i needed that
2: (laughs) and like if they were seven and two and would have beat arizona by 20 points I do feel like you could run into a trap here, but I think that is good advice. Is you're like, hey, you might have already lost to the worst team in football. So hey, yeah, on.
3: except don't don't be pragmatic about it, right? Because remember, they had three fifths of their offensive line missing in that game. True, that is and, true. And and I also think that uh, uh, a little bit they got out schemed in that game too. Uh, so, uh, but those things can happen, and and I think that. You know, that was the third game, right? So you're 2-0, and and it's just the next game. But I think at this point, with the importance of these games in between the loss to Philadelphia and then getting to play them again on December 10th, I think this team understands the importance of these of the four games in between. They took care of the Giants. Now it's time to take care of Carolina because— they're playing for more than just the third win of the season, right? They're playing to stay in the race in the NFC East every time they play these four games in a row.
4: Do you do you think that that is a, like, calling card in the, in that locker room right now is not to forget Arizona, or do you think that it's even – are they really thinking about it that much? No,
3: I don't think so. Okay. I think – I you know, I, I had a couple guys just kind of slough it off, like, Okay, but we understand where we're at now, and I think that they understand that the goal is not just to win; it's to keep improving, and I think that's got to be the goal going forward. You want to keep getting better and better and better. Uh, and look, if if you happen to take care uh, take somebody for granted, it doesn't happen when you go out there and play, it happens during the week. Yep. Because then you're not prepared, right? You just didn't put in the work during the week to be ready for the next opponent. It's not like, and, you know, and if any of us played anything, when you go out and play, I don't care if the person's not as good as you are. You don't let up, right? You keep playing. You don't want to embarrass yourself. Where you would embarrass yourself, excuse me, is not being prepared to play that game. Uh, and I think that they understand the importance right now, not just saying, okay, i got to remember Arizona, because I saw, you know, when Dak was asked about it, it it was like he kind of conceded, like, well, yeah, but then there was the but, but we understand we got to keep getting better because they're not a finished product by no means uh, at all. Uh, They've got to keep improving, Uh, and, you know, the other thing is, Uh, And I think Mike was right uh, when he said the two things that, you know, they needed to improve on uh, were penalties on the road and takeaways. And the takeaways on the road were far less, uh, and the penalties were far more More. than what they did at home. But, again, in that case, though, you say, wow, they won, they win four in a row at home, but they're two and three on the road. Well, who do they play on the road? With the exception of Arizona, they probably played two of the better teams in the league sure. on the road. Yeah, yeah. And that has more to do with it than, you know, oh, I'm sleeping in a different bed, right? Now, I would it's, hope it's, so. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as as Dak said, you know, he tried to make a cute one uh, the other day. Maybe it was last week when somebody said about, he goes, well, yeah, you get to uh, s- sleep in your own bed. But, you know, the hotel beds aren't bad, but they're not. Um, whatever is the bed, sleep, sleep number bed or something like? He got his commercial in there. (laughs) Smart. He learned from Jerry how to market it all the time. Exactly. It was pretty, and he did it seamlessly too. He didn't have to think about it. Uh, So yeah, it's sometimes it's who you're playing at home and who you're playing on the road.
2: What do you know or maybe what have you learned about Carl Davis, the defensive tackle added to the practice squad? I get it. It's practice squad. But I was intrigued because it's somebody who has played a lot the last two years.
3: Yeah, and he's played a lot of different places too. Yes. So I don't know what that tells you, right? <laughs> Probably uh, not great. I but it's it. nice to have another big body in there uh, down the stretch that, you know, it, it, it's a free look at somebody. You know, it was the same thing with Sean Evans, right? It was a free look at somebody, and now and all of a sudden, oh, you need the guy, right? Uh, so, yeah, that's the way I kind of looked at that one. You know, it's a ni- another nice veteran big body that you can store on the practice squad, and you never know when you need somebody uh, of his size if, if you get uh, another injury. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I just think you're, you're looking to add cheap – I shouldn't say cheap. How about inexpensive debt? Yeah.
2: That's, I mean, I, I, we get it nonetheless. is All right. My question, health looks really good for this team outside of the people that, like, you know are injured and are not coming back. I was curious about Peyton Hendershot because he, he's been back out at practice, but is he, like, another till Thanksgiving away, or what are we thinking here?
3: Yeah, I think he's, you know, I mean, they listed him as fully practicing. Uh, even after, even during the padded practice. So I would imagine uh, he's getting close. But remember, you don't get a free look. You, you would have to make room for him. Yeah. You know, the same thing that they're going to have to do with Rashawn Evans because I think, you know, the guy started this last game. And, uh, you know, I know you guys talked to Jerry about Micah playing more at linebacker, but you probably need another linebacker there Agreed. other than Marquise Bell. And so, but to get a guy on the roster, you got to figure out a way, uh, you know, how you're going to do it. Um, You know, sometimes you hope for, well, you don't hope. You're thinking, well, the odds are I'm going to have another injury, and I might have to put somebody on IR. And then there's a a spot. But, you know, for for Hendershot, yeah, it's great to, you know, get him going. But, again, uh, you need a spot for him and who's expendable.
2: Um, I don't. I don't know if you have you have to answer that question, I was, I was You I was can to figure <laughs> out. You can, yeah.
3: And just because you went, mm, yeah. it, it's a tough one. This right?
4: is a tough, yeah, because you need all. I mean, you need all the linebackers and safeties that you have right now, right? I do. Are you really? There's a lot of a lot of stuff that you need on this team because you know, and and we talk about this. There are a lot of Linebackers that aren't true linebackers. Sure. And so you got you have to kind of manipulate that just a little bit. See,
2: and that's where I run into problems, y'all, is because I'm like, well, I never want to go short on offensive or defensive line. Ooh, cornerback is super important. And like all of a sudden i I've <laughs> run out of room of changes that I'm gonna make. So it's good that I'm sitting here not having to make any of those decisions. Well,
3: you know, and the other thing if you look at, just look at who wasn't active last last week against the Giants. Yeah, Turpin yeah. was an injury. Trey Lance, obviously, your third quarterback, right? Uh, and and then it was Igbenogany, uh, Scott, Eric Very Scott, good. Richards, and Fihoko. All right. And
2: so one of those is coming back, at least.
3: So you would think, you know, and you don't want to lose those guys. Yeah, right? sure. I Agreed. mean, you traded up to the first pick in the sixth round for Scott. And I think if you tried to get him through waivers to put him on the yeah. practice squad, yeah. somebody's going to say, boy, they thought something of that guy. He must have something. Uh, Richards, um, you know, kind of had been, you know, with you never know about Schuma's um, health, uh, and he would have been the next guy up at tackle. Uh, Fihoko, you know, has been inactive. Yeah. Um, and Igbenogany, you know, that you're getting a little thin at cornerback if you don't have him in reserve. So, yeah, it, hot, least, tough decisions.
2: At least, Mickey, if you let go of Igbenogany – You would have still won the trade because Kelvin Kelvin (laughs) Joseph already got let go. Or it would have been
3: a push, right? Yeah, (laughs) that's
2: that's probably. Hey, you got a really great play out of him. You got a really great play
1: to
4: start
2: the season out of him. Yes, you did. Yes, you did.
3: Or you could always put Kelvin Joseph back on the practice squad.
2: Pass. No thanks. (laughs) Uh, i just. I don't know how the Cowboys feel. I'm going to go speak out on that and say no thanks. Is You got a prediction for us, because your predictions, I know you're still seeking out the white whale of getting the exact right prediction. What are we going with this weekend?
3: Which I think in all these years, I've only done that once. So um, I'm going to remember Arizona, and I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win 38-13. Oh. So Carolina has scored in the last three games 15, 13, and 13. And when they've played really good teams, like Detroit and Miami, or at least teams with good records, they've given up 42 and 42. So I'm going to remember Arizona and go with 38.
2: I like it. I like it. Thank you very much, good sir. We'll catch up with you again on Monday. Sounds
3: great. See you guys.
2: There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. I was hoping we would have an opportunity to talk about this for a few minutes. Are you guys interested in or all caught up on the Carissa Thompson drama? <laughs>
0: I saw it on Twitter. So she would make up stories on the sideline just when they would go, hey, Carissa, what's going up with the Jaguars? Well, they're really struggling on defense, and their defensive coordinator said do better.
2: Okay, so I don't know, is that, she yeah. has pretty much. She has now put out an apology that, I don't know, doesn't sound correct to me. But she said yesterday on Pardon My Take, I said this before. I haven't been fired for saying it. Now, that's the key right there. I've said this before. All right? So let's go back to it. But I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late and I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's. I mean, there's more to her statement, but let's go from there. A whole bunch of people stepped out and would be like, Whoa, dude, that is not OK. It's not journalistically, ethically no. responsible at all. So here is her apology. OK, let's address the elephant in the room. I have a responsibility to myself and my employers to clarify what is being reported. What is being reported is, of course, what she said and what she said multiple times since when she said it. She goes, I've said this before
4: on our podcast with Aaron Andrew. Correct.
2: Right? Yeah. When on a podcast this week, I said I would make up reports early if my career in my career if I worked as a sideline reporter before I transitioned to my current role. Working in media, I understand how important words are, and I chose the wrong words <laughs> to describe the situation. I'm sorry. I have never lied about anything or been unethical during my time as a broadcaster. I'm gonna take you back one more time. I would make up the report sometimes and, and so is she lying about making up the reports or is she lying now? Because she lied about one of the things. So I'm just curious. I, I
4: really honestly I don't care if she lied about it. Uh, I really don't. Um, but what I, what I actually care more about is what is she supposed to do in that instance? Uh, 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 she's supposed to tell somebody, yeah. hey, we don't have a, We don't have any story Co- here yeah, because coach the coach refused. didn't say anything yeah. to me. And when I was working sidelines, Kevin, I was down, I think it was Plano and, and somebody, maybe it was Trinity or something, and I went to the coach on the other sideline and I said, hey, coach, can I get a report with you before before the half starts? And he said, I don't have time for this. We have too much to do. That was my report. I just said, Coach said he couldn't talk to me. He had too much to do before they get going in
2: the second half. And I think that's fair because she goes, what I would do in my reports is just say my own observations. I don't think there's anything wrong with Coach so-and-so didn't want to stop or didn't have time to chat. Here's what we're looking at from the first half.
4: Yeah, and that's probably how I would do it. I do know, like, and if we'd asked Mickey just a second ago, that's a journalism degree right there from Missouri, one one of the best journalism schools around. The journalists are... They hate this. Like they yeah. hate this. There are a lot of people that are just like, just entertain me, you know. And a lot of there are a lot of people out there that think the sideline reporter doesn't need a job uh, in, in this thing. Although I completely disagree because I think Christy Scales gives some amazing She's stuff, good. especially when you're listening on a radio really broadcast. Good. So I, again, I don't care that she lied at all. It doesn't matter. Really, matter that much to me. But how you do it, how you put your your report out there, is very important.
2: Now, I got a couple more shout-outs. You,
4: hold on real quick. Yeah, yeah. Because don't you trust Emily Jones? Yes. And, I do, too. Yeah, and I think, I think like, that we've built that trust from her, and I don't think she's out there ever saying anything that she's just like, well, this is my opinion about it. I think she has a really good you know, finger on the pulse of what's going on in that clubhouse, but I want to hear from what, what she got the story from somebody there. So like, those are the people that now, now you kind of start to question their credibility and stuff, and that's not fair to them
2: the 469, shout out to 105.3 The Fan for being the best radio station around. Also, can I get a shout out? My name is Grant, and today is my 28th birthday. Happy birthday to you. And then here's a shout out that turned bad. At first, I thought it was a positive school thing. Shout out to Coyle Middle School for donating my son's backpack with his $100 shoes in it. What? Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, good job, Coyle Middle School. And then I read the whole thing and I was like, oh. They took his backpack? I guess so. With oh, like $100
0: shoes? I don't think the school did.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like. Some oh, organism known as yeah. <laughs> <Okay. and> like <laughs> The principal comes in.
0: We're the same size. Deal with it, These kid. Are my shoes now. That would be so
2: weird. You go tell your daddy to come up here if he wants, if he thinks he's big enough. Oh, my gosh. That's what, I might need to know more about your principal someday. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through The Fan. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Irving. Remember, we got Cowboys swag to give away, G-Bag flags, and then Miller Lite will be giving away a pair of Cowboys tickets to their game on Thanksgiving. Coming up next, though. Oh, yeah? Glenn Big Baby Davis. Ah, uh, LSU. Kids chumping out Wayne Gretzky and the Arizona Wildcats. Do any right. of these folks deserve Forgiveness Friday? do you? 877 We'll do it next. on the fan.
1: Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If any, Anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours.
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, where I think we've seen at least one, if not two people who have been at every single one of our Buffalo Wild Wings stops. Today, we are live in Irving 1200 Marketplace. It is also a shout out Friday from the 903. Shout out to my girlfriend, Brandy. We're headed to the armpit this weekend to see Morgan Wallen going to be an epic show. You're the best, babe. And then from the 469, shout out to my daughter, who just got back last night from Houston, played three games in three days for Bishop Lynch soccer.
0: All right. Bishop Lynch is actually traveling there today to play St. Thomas in a playoff football game.
2: Oh, so okay. I know there's a lot. Obviously, there's
0: yeah. a lot of people tonight. This is the second round of playoffs in private schools. Is, th- is it the first round for Public no, school? I think or the fir-
2: I thought the first round was last. Okay, week. so
0: most everybody's in the second round of playoffs in in Maybe high the school. Third
2: round. Okay, yeah, there there was a time when I obviously would have been able to answer yeah. that better for you, but right now it's time for some forgiveness Friday.
0: Oh, forgive us for not knowing the football
2: schedule. 877-881-1053. Do you need to ask for forgiveness? And this goes back to the teacher topic we were talking about a little bit ago from the 972. As a formerly bad kid, I want to ask all of my teachers to please forgive me.
0: Mm. I was a bad student third through eighth grade.
2: Because you just didn't care about school, right?
0: Well, and I just was like, yeah. And so I did not really respect my teachers. And so like Mrs. Reed. I apologize if you're still alive. I don't know. I was in 4th grade. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty plus years ago that that happened, but Kevin, if, do you think if she's you still alive and listening, she's like, this makes a lot of sense for you. You wouldn't stop talking in my class.
2: I think she's still alive. We might have a misperception of how old teachers are when yeah. we're kids.
4: Yeah, it makes sense. I'm not. I yeah. Maybe maybe she was
0: 40. Yeah. I'm gonna guess like she was around 40 what? to maybe 50, but maybe she was 30 years old. I don't know. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. When you're 10, you're like you're old. Yeah. I
4: remember yeah. Miss Valdez. i don't, oh, I'll always gosh, remember I Mrs. Her.
0: Reed sending me out in the hallway because I was distraction in the class and she left me out in the hallway for a while as a kid you don't know how long it is it could have been sure. 10 minutes it could have been 30 minutes i don't know but then when she asked me if i was ready to come back into the class i said no i'm enjoying myself out here <laughs> and so then i went to the principal's office
4: i had a teacher kevin that uh, that would always i would ask stupid questions like i would just the dumbest weirdest questions like the british soldiers what happened if their hats fell in front of their eyes how did they fight you know in that line to the end of oh. and she would be like ask your dad and so she would always tell me to ask my dad. That's a weird response. And that's what I like. Nowadays we just tell our kids to Google, right? Just go Google it real quick. And uh, she predicted at the end of the year that I would be father of the year, and I would have three kids, uh, and that I would have have two award winning books about uh, being a father. And uh, you don't have a book yet. Not yet. Yeah, I got. I'm working on it right now. Actually, I do Are have an really idea Are you really working on it? I do have. I'm um, stories. You're I, working
0: on an idea in your head. It's
4: no. I've actually written of the stories it's stories I tell my kids in the car on the way to school and it's just stuff that I tell them to inspire them for the day uh, and so so maybe she was right she didn't get Adrian's right because she said Adrian would own like a, a bakery in France or something so maybe I've been holding how Adrian do you know she still time. can't do that you know what because I'm not going to France.
2: Okay. From the. I'm just gonna have to go without I have me. some
0: interesting things about France, but I'm not sharing them on the air. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm aware of your
2: thoughts about that, and I appreciate that very, very much. Good, sir. Thank you I for hear keeping that. No, you don't. <laughs> Do no, you know, Do you know? You I'm not going to say it on the air. Down, you know? I'll tell you
0: in the break about France and what I'm worried about. OK, does
2: Glenn, big baby. Yeah. And you'll see why it's an off air conversation. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Glenn Big Baby Davis deserve forgiveness? He as well as several other former NBA players were just found guilty of swindling the NBA out of a ton of cash through the league's health care plan now that's bad the defendants allegedly stole well i guess he was convicted so not necessarily allegedly over five million dollars from the fund and you keep in mind big baby made 33 million dollars in his nba career he faces potential jail time do you forgive him for this or are you like hell no uh,
4: i mean i would probably say no i'm not gonna forgive this dude for this that this isn't one of those things that you just get a pass on stealing money uh, from a fund that's set up to hel- help other people that really d- do need it and you're defrauding it. Yep. No, nah, there's not, a lot of this
0: that. is taking yeah. years to come about, right? Like I yes. heard about this story a while yes. back, right? Because
2: remember, it includes like Darius miles yeah. and people like that. Yeah, it's been going for a while, but they finally like wrapped up the okay. first part of it.
4: Yeah, there's right. no way I'm uh, like, just imagine if there was a fund set up for you guys. And maybe, maybe there is maybe there is an insurance fund that is set up for, for MLB players like this and then you find out that those funds have been taken by some other player, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be happy about no, that at all. No, and you And he'd probably go off on Scudero or whatever. Marco Scudero, yeah, the yeah. MVP
0: <laughs> for, for Bruce Bochy. Remember we had that conversation early in the uh-huh,
2: year? Uh-huh. Who
0: is our Marco Scudero this year? The guy who just, like, you don't think a lot of, but, man, did he.
2: Jankowski. Cool. Jake I else like, gets I like gr- that knuckleball. Let's yeah. Go. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. My bad. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> he stop. Grab your <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go from that is, do you remember the story I told you? It was probably like, I don't know, six to nine months ago. Definitely not then. Okay. It was about Ferris State and... Yeah, it's a college. Okay. It's a Division II college. But they were playing their championship and play some of their playoff games in McKinney. And they got in trouble because they were smoking in the locker room. And this is... Smoking from, in the boys' yeah, room? Yes, for McKinney ISD. Wow. Who and sings they, that?
0: Motley Crue?
4: Don't worry. I don't know, man.
0: Oh, all right.
2: The fantex can fog help hat. us out on that. Uh, uh. Fog hat? <laughs> it's not fog hat. Is... So McKinney ISD was like, we had to hire a professional cleaning crew and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. He has been suspended for their playoff game this weekend because of that. Now, think about that. For smoking. Yes. Michigan systematically cheated the system. <laughs> and they got three regular season suspension games for Jim Harbaugh, even though he could still be at practice. And they're like, this is the worst atrocity I've ever seen. The dude for Ferris State let people smoke in a locker room, or maybe it was him, and they're like, out for the playoff game, suspended. <sighs> well,
4: I mean, you know, Ferris State is one of those powerhouses that they're concerned about, and that's why they're trying to is hold it? them down from taking over. You know, I think that's the only – I don't know, man. It seems – that's NCAA for Division, you, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's how that whole thing works, is it's just always the weirdest uh, judgments that they could put out there. Can I throw away Forgiveness Friday of course. out there, uh, y'all? I did tell you all the story yesterday about how I think I'm losing my mind because I got Lucy yes. ready and got her to school and everything. I think she forgave me
0: because today's Colonial today Day. Today was
4: Colonial Day, which is still a weird thing to me. Why? I, I just I, what are, I don't know what they're doing. There's like sewing and making candles and stuff, and I don't know like what it represents. <laughs> I'm still Churn trying to figure it out. the butter, yeah. Uh, but last night before I put her to bed, I said, "All right, Lucy." Uh, Mom's still out of town, tomorrow is Colonial Day, we will get up and get you ready. And she goes, that's great dad, for real this time. And I was like, God, she just like every time she'd mentioned Colonial Day this morning, she was getting ready. She was like, and it's not for fake this time. So I think she forgave me, but it sounds like she's going to hold that over me for
2: quite some time. I mean, <laughs> if that's the worst thing that comes out of all of this, I don't think that's so bad. I think I'm doing all right. I was riveted when you told that story, and I thought she was going to be like, so she went in anyway, and it was just super awkward all day. And no, I, she got, like, oh I just gosh. got some
4: pictures from today, and it looks like it's going. it's going great right now but th- she does okay, good. she did have the the moment where she was like we'll always have that time that you messed up dad and i was like all right thanks loose
0: that will be like a thanksgiving story forever
2: probably so probably oh, i could see so. that i that, could definitely that time see dad that messed up now i don't know if this counts as somebody who needs to ask for forgiveness because it happened to themselves Mike, you are familiar with Carlos Alcaraz, the tennis player. Oh, yeah. He's
0: number. Is he number one now yes. or no? Okay.
2: So, ooh, I think Djokovic. Okay. It's like one back or two, and forth, yeah. right? Yeah. Is, so, he was playing Andre Rublev. Rublev got so mad. Image is everything. He, I know that is. No, that's Andre Agassi. He smashed his tennis racket partially over his knee. And yes, it broke and it partially broke and he bloodied up his knee. Oh, Uh so he's not Bo Jackson. No, No, he's not. So does he need forgiveness for this? Or are you like, well, you did it to yourself. So, you know, what's amazing is
0: I know that I'm comparing two sports that are probably very different golf and tennis, but they're individual sports for the most part. I know that there's doubles and I guess I know there's team play in the Ryder Cup and stuff like that. But isn't it amazing how golfers keep their composure on the outside when things aren't going their way and tennis players lose it maybe more than any sports person yeah. in, in I the think world?
4: golf, you have to be so mechanically sound and your adrenaline can change that a lot, right? Like it can change your mechanics so much because you're going to twist a little bit more. And as you say, like when you're pitching, uh, you'll, you'll pull off a certain way. Uh, that's going to screw up your swing, and in tennis, it is a motion; it is a physical uh, sport where that that's involved. So that's the two different things I think is. It, it, you're you're right though. Whenever a big shot, what about made when golf, like a
0: putter? I oh, win a putter when a golfer has like a one foot putt.
4: You think they'd sling that thing he, off into the pond? And he yeah.
0: screws it up, <laughs> and it you know goes around the rim, and it doesn't go in. Yeah. You would think a tennis player, that's when they, what Kevin's saying, like that's when they break their racket and they go (laughs) insane. And like a golfer just like usually 99% of the time just taps it in and disgustingly walks to the next hole where a tennis player is like, it is time to destroy everything.
4: But they have a talking doctor, doctor with them.
0: That
2: seems smart
0: to the me. The golfer
4: too. The caddy. Does. I mean, yeah. the, your caddy is right. essentially your talking doctor right in that moment. But right? I think Where, they do in
0: <laughs> tennis, too, because I heard who's the crazy person that I kind of liked at one point.
4: Kyrgios. Yes, yeah. Nick Kyrgios. He would
0: just scream at his mom and dad <laughs> at the Wimbledon finals. Are you
4: going to cheer for me or not? Come on! I'm out here putting my
0: soul on the line. You, you could just see, like, that box of family and friends. It's like, oh,
2: God, he's lost it. <laughs> and there's nothing we can do. Either we cheer too much or we don't cheer enough from the we're mixing in forgiveness Friday with shout outs. This one's awesome. What have you br- what's the
0: last thing that you intentionally broke?
2: Uh, I mean, I guess I want to say my headphones. <laughs> but <laughs> Henry Ruggs, <laughs> 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 that was that day.
4: Yeah, that was that. Moment. Yes,
2: yes, it was. You know what I thought? Because we've been collecting stuff for Peaceathon. I was like, oh, I don't have broken headphones this year, or last year. But then I thought. That's probably a good thing, though, right?
4: When we uh, when we got into this new house, we did replace some cabinets and stuff. And uh, and I got the opportunity to use the sledgehammer on some of the on some of the sinks and stuff like that. That was a blast, dude. That's something I always suggest. If you can get one of those rooms where they just have stuff for you to shatter. Go go. You do you want to be a demolition guy? Uh, I'm not saying that, but I did like hitting it. Uh, I, but uh, I didn't want to
0: like a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a say, I'll hey, show up. we're little bit of a little bit
2: of a little bit of a there bit to a a tag team called a tag team called that's the bushwhackers that you're doing. We're also mixing in shout outs. This one's incredible. Can I get a shout out memorializing my fantasy team? I traded for Burrow and Mark Andrews about 30 minutes before last night's game. Oh, no. Do you can you still yeah. do trades in your?
4: Nope, league? we're done trade trade season is over in my fantasy league. So we've moved on from that. I think that's it, man.
2: But he made those deals right before the game. And then you're like, oh, that sucks. From the nine zero three, shout out to my wife, Sarah. This is awesome for driving 65 miles with me on her day off to come hang out with the KNC Masterpiece at Buffalo Wild Wings oh, awesome. in Irving. That is they fantastic. Are. What's up to the Darvish thing? That is fantastic. That is Jersey. fantastic. That's the word I was trying to use from the two one zero, shout out to my amazing daughter. Siobhan turned 16 last Sunday. She is a rock and a star love it is there a shout
0: out to your son is he coming home tonight for thanksgiving vacation
2: no because he still has class on monday and tuesday have you been
0: surprised at all is there a shout out to brandon that has he have you felt like he's hung out with you about what you
2: thought he would? More, more, oh, yeah. He's been oh, home. Oh, that's awesome. He's been home more for sure. I just saw him on Wednesday, and that was super cool. That's and awesome. And so, yeah, no, I absolutely, I absolutely appreciate that. Because I think a that. shout
0: out to all the the parents who just uh, had a freshman go off to college. That most likely, like Mary Grace, is coming home tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. I wish she was coming home tonight, but.
2: Okay. She's coming home tomorrow and, and we get to spend a week with her. And then I don't know if you thought this deserved forgiveness or this was just smart. Wayne Gretzky said some kid saw him playing some of the virtual games like you know if you go to the Mavericks game, Stars game, they got virtual games. And this kid didn't know it was Wayne Gretzky and walked up to him as he struggled at one of the virtual games and gave him stick handling tips. Oh really?
0: Hold on. That's awesome.
2: That's pretty baller, right? That is pretty cool. Gretzky was like. That's kind of like
0: like when Trey Lance was at Derek Holland's house.
2: Oh, and Woolchuck was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, what do you do? I play football. Oh, no way. (laughs) What level? (sighs) Professional. Like, what professional? NFL. Mm -hmm. Where do you play? (laughs) What is it it you do? And now he's a cowboy. And then he eventually learned along his journey that was Trey Lance. Tra- I, he said
4: his name was Trey Lance to begin with. He Are, goes you guys su- Trey Lance Are you guys
0: surprised at all that we obviously have a game and then Thanksgiving that we don't talk about Trey Lance at all? Yes. Did you ever think when they traded for Trey Lance that we would just I thought ignore some, it completely? something would
4: happen. something would happen at some yeah. point. But, I mean, what's the, there hasn't been a story to discuss. Yeah. You know, there's been nothing, nothing to involve him in other than what's his, yeah. what's his progression, what's his growth like, and that's only seen in practice and not with real, any real practice reps at
2: the spot. For the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3, the fan live at Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo in Wild Irving, Wings. come and see us. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Is Deron Bland appropriately appreciated? We'll do it next right here on the fan.
4: First down, goal. Play clock at one.
2: They get it off, and into the end zone goes Edwards for the touchdown. KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. We're going to talk about that game a little bit more in just one second. But from the 817, hey fellas, can I get a shout out for my birthday tomorrow? The name's Ben. Feeling the effects of middle age, 35 now. That would be a good question when you start to really feel the effects with that right now, let's go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. And we start with not the dip is but they got dip at Buffalo Wild Wings and Irving they that got 26 blay rubs and sauces.
0: Branch.
4: Oh my gosh. And I catch
2: up. I just wanted to address this from the 817. I wish y'all could say what you wanted with no repercussions. With the exception of swearing, mm-hmm. we can. We can say literally whatever we want except for swearing. We could get
0: fired for certain
2: things. That's As, true.
4: Vulgarity is also, vulgarity yeah, vulgarity is something that we But I, I
2: think, they mean, in terms of just, like, sports opinions and stuff, There, there's no handcuffs on us when it comes to that.
4: Well, it says you. you oh, know. when it comes to that, thank you. Well, okay. You ever worn
2: handcuffs? Well, I mean, yeah, when I got arrested, they did handcuff you as a minor. They did with your hands behind your back, yes, behind my back.
4: Wow, because they knew that if he had them in front, he'd still grab things. Corey, ask the
0: question Were you embarrassed?
2: (laughs) I, yeah,
4: I mean, I have you ever stolen again?
2: No, I don't think so, but it it was like a gray period. I I, I think, (laughs) but see, I think it's tough to remember your whole life. I think I did for another couple of weeks because then I was mad and I and so I decided I needed to I don't know something (laughs) stupid. But since then, Mm no. All right. All right. Let's go back to the Bengals Ravens game for just one second. In case you missed it yesterday, Ravens victorious over the Cincinnati Bengals. Thirty four to twenty Lamar Jackson surpasses Randall Cunningham for the fourth most rushing yards by a quarterback in history. He now trails Russell Wilson, Cam Newton and Michael Vick, who is first all time. He's about 1,200 yards back of Michael Vick. Do you have any doubt he will surpass that number?
4: Um, no. OK, no doubt at all. He might. Do it I this agree. Weekend.
2: Uh, well, they just played, so probably Next weekend, not. Yeah, knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that get enough? No, I meant
4: this weekend for his next uh, for his next game. Okay. What I meant, Kevin, <sighs> but, okay.
2: <yeah>. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> now, let's talk about do you, the- do you think NFL players, since we're in the NFL topic right here, uh-huh. do you think they could handle playing Thursday and Sunday? No. I know they'll never do it, but I know they complain a lot. It's it would be impossible. As a one off? No, no, no.
2: No. Consistently, no.
0: People say they love football so much. If the Cowboys played every Thursday and every Sunday,
2: it wouldn't be the same. And it, I don't think the players could
4: do it. Okay,
0: I don't think so. Are either. they
4: shortening the season in this respect? Like no, they
0: no. It's like no. Now we're playing. Uh, let's say now we're playing thirty-two games.
4: Oh yeah, that would be. I think that would be too. But difficult. in the Holy same amount crap. of weeks, yeah, I think that would be too difficult. But if they shortened it. I'd be interested to see if they felt like they could do that. I'd still love it.
2: The newest subject that's been added to the Netflix show quarterback is Amon Ross St. Brown. Now, I know what you're thinking. He's
0: not a quarterback. He's
2: not a quarterback, and that's a fair observation by you, Mike. That is factually accurate. He's a wide receiver. However, they have had so much trouble finding people. They, I believe they're still going to call they the come, show quarterback. Why do they though. find cornerbacks? Ooh, okay. That's that's not a bad idea. I feel like you need to change the name of the show, right? Player,
0: <laughs> maybe. Yeah.
2: Well,
4: I don't. I I understand. Like, it you have that feel and that uh, that effect on it. That makes sense. I think it's I think it's good though. I think it's a, a positive thing. Um, I don't think the name needs to change that much though, uh, because I, this does give enough. This now it gives you a new perspective on that person's uh, view of things, right? Like, now you see, you saw the quarterback's view. Well, now you get to see, does that that receiver feel the same way about some of these things? Does he have a feeling on it? And some of these other guys that are like, I don't get enough spotlight, are going to be willing to step up into this moment. Quarterback for every team gets the spotlight, right? Yeah. Like, you're always dissected in some way, shape, or form. I think this is a great opportunity for the NFL to to for the NFL players,
2: more players to get involved in this because they could really want to. How many game winning field goals as time expires do you think there will be this weekend? Was
0: there six last week,
2: which is an NFL record? Was it time expired? Yes. Or OK. Or within like they might factor in like the last three left. to five seconds. Right. Yeah, gotcha. Um. to none. Ooh, the over under is only one and a half. So, we, Corey, you're like, take the under. But, Mike, you're like, ooh, a little bit over.
0: In a weird way, the NFL has close games. The Cowboys don't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they either destroy
4: them or, or they lose one. By, uh, t- yeah, yeah. The,
0: the Chargers game, that's it, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, that's, no. Well, and the Eagles game. So then two.
0: Well, it was close until we went back to about our own 12 yard line <laughs> after being on their six. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is what it felt like, right?
0: You're like, this has just become impossible to score here.
4: Yeah, no, I, I'm just I'm just going based on like the ratio of things, and six is a lot. Like that's a that's a big yeah, that, number. Yeah, that's
0: a record. All time. Right? Yeah, it is and, a record. And so I think time. I
4: think that's where I'm, I'm looking at that going. I just don't think that can happen again. I don't know what all the matchups are at the moment. I got to go look at all the matchups because there might be one that I don't expect to be as tough as it is. Uh, I mean, we didn't expect we really didn't expect for Cleveland to come back against Baltimore in that game the way that they did.
2: That is very true. Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey are both on the precipice of breaking an NFL record for most receptions via running back through their first seven seasons. They both have 480. The record is, was set by Roger Craig from 1983 Chinese. to 1989. He had 483. So it feels like Christian McCaffrey will end up with this record when the season's over.
0: What wh- give me the breakdown here? Real they, quick. They're
2: both at 480. The record's 483. So oh,
0: he has all of these. Yeah, I yeah, thought if, yeah. If he needs to be healthy, he's just a guy that struggles to stay healthy. So if you're like, he needs to play in the last seven games no, of the year. I no. I, do I do this, get I'd it. Like,
2: this in the next game. right.
0: Okay.
4: Man, he he was definitely the the different type of uh, of, of running back back in that day because he was Craig he, yeah, Roger Craig. Roger Craig. <laughs> uh, because you know when even whenever you get to the Emmitt Smith era again, it's like no, we're handing the the ball off to the guys, but he was one of those that was you can do everything, you know, and he, he could be a big factor uh, out of the backfield as a receiver, Besides too. Bill,
0: Bill Walsh, I, w- I wonder, obviously we were young back then, how many people were running the West Coast offense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Bill Walsh's tree, I know he came from some other tree. I think it was uh, Brown, I think. Uh, I'm just wondering Bill Walsh was the first to kind of run the West Coast offense, yeah. and he hadn't spread his tree of Coaches yet to to really have what you're talking about, a Roger Craig guy who would catch the ball in the backfield that much. And it it takes, you
4: know, being willing to say, oh, that guy can do it, and I'm going to trust that he can do both
2: of these jobs
4: as opposed to putting him into a system and saying this is just what you do.
2: A couple more things going back to the Ravens-Browns game. The FAA is investigating the drone that went over the stadium that delayed the game, and the Browns are working out Joe Flacco today.
0: All right,
2: <laughs> you are not excited about Where's that. Carson
0: Wentz. Didn't he sign with some team as their eighth string quarterback? Yeah, he's still hanging out there. Hey, did you guys with that joke about um, the guy that Kelvin Joseph? Mm-hmm. He's a free agent again.
2: Yes. I right. told me no, no, are you? No, you want him back? No, no. Oh, okay. All right.
0: I'm scared of him.
2: <sighs> Saquon Barkley was asked about loyalty to the organization, and he said, quote, loyalty means nothing loyalty that don't mean nothing no matter how loyal how committed you are it's a business at the end of the day that's something that I've learned so' that's a fact it is a fact and obviously still hurt feelings from the way last offseason played out mm-hmm. so the I don't know what his future is though
0: I do think that one-year deals I, yeah I could right say. I don't think he's gonna be a giant next year but It doesn't feel like what team wants to give him a three-year deal. I know that there's guarantee. You give him a three-year deal with one year guarantee. That's a one-year deal. I just think a
4: team that thinks they're running back away Uh, like that's I mean, just like everything. uh, (laughs) There's always a team out there that thinks that they're this player away and that they can add that. So I think there will be one or two different teams that are that are vying for that at the uh, uh, next year. This offseason,
0: we're out of time. But if you could pick one team off the top of your head, if they could add Saquon Barkley today and you'd say now they're truly a favorite or a true contender to win it all, who oh would it be? Oh,
4: man, Kansas I've City. Yeah. And th- they still don't use their running back that, you know, <laughs> the, the way that you typically use a running back. They use them in such a wild
2: way. But he yeah, would be a perfect one for that. I don't necessarily know if I'd say Baltimore anymore. So I, Buffalo maybe they're trying
4: everything they can at running back yes right now. they have they're like whatever we can we All can right. find
2: we're the knc masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan live at buffalo wild wings in irving coming up next cowboys win because cowboys lose because 877-881-1053 want to hear from you on the truckwreck.com text line we'll do it next right here on the fan